Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and self-love coach, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium, spiritual healer, and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, you'll experience spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Hi, I'm Jalinda. And I'm Alison. Today, we are talking about a very interesting topic Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the X-Files. <laughs> We're Mulder and Scully today. You yes. can be Scully. You've got the red hair. Oh, thank you. <laughs> UFOs, aliens, all this good stuff that from when I was very young, I was so interested in. I mean, whether it was Star Trek or Star Wars or any of the shows that, that had anything to do with aliens, I was totally all about that. And I remember having conversations with my dad when I was little saying, do you think aliens exist? And he said, we cannot be the only creatures in the whole entire universe. Of course not. That's just ignorant yeah. <laughs> to think <laughs> that you're the only ones. So um, do aliens exist? So yeah. that's a yes. Yeah, yes, of course they do. they do. Absolutely. You're one of them. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> well, you know, um, it's just really interesting. Over the years and years of study I've done on this, and I have done a lot of study on this subject, because I had contact very young um, myself, and I used to see UFOs all the time when I was young. And little I remember green man? <laughs> little grey men, actually. Oh, grey men. Oh. Um, there, there's a lot of different types of aliens that um, have been on Earth forever um, since the beginning of civilization here. Sometimes before civilization, some came here and created homes for themselves. And the original peoples here, of course, the first people, the original people, um, the original people in each land, if you like, they are the true inhabitants of Earth. The rest of us are all hybrids of <laughs> various different alien beings. Amazing. Yeah, I know it's crazy, huh? But when you look at it, you know, the rest of the, um, if you know about this stuff, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I know all about this stuff, you'll know that on the other planets, they, they all have one race for each planet. And the human race is actually throughout the whole galaxy. It's been, we've been traveling out there for a long time. And I say, I often say to people, you know that, you know, the fact that we actually went to the moon in the 1960s and then nothing, <laughs> like nothing's happened since, you know? Why is that? Have you ever questioned that? You know, why haven't we done more? Why haven't we, we jumped forward with our technology and been able to, to take people to different planets? And, and people don't even think about it. It's that it's already happening. It's just that we don't, we're not told. Well, we hear about all of these crashes and, and mm. people seeing so many things that are unexplained. I mean, even if you look at places like the Bermuda T Triangle and things yeah. like that, what, what's been uncovered and been spoken about is the amount of people that you would think, I mean, we're talking about doctors, scientists, um, you know, a lot of people in the army, they've seen a lot of things and, and sworn to secrecy yes. over some of these crashes. I mean, there was Roswell was a massive one. Well, Roswell sort of started the ball rolling in a lot of ways um, because they, they couldn't cover that one up very well. They said it was an air balloon, um, weather balloon that had crashed. Yeah, that <laughs> maybe, but no. <laughs> there were too many witnesses that actually saw the craft. They saw the dead bodies of the aliens. Um, they believed there was one or two that was still alive at the time um, that they took away and autopsied. Poor I've heard things. this story too. I've watched a few documentaries about this. Yeah, I actually have some photographs that were given to me um, privately um, 
as I said, for, I've been involved with this for a very long time, so I've had sort of access to areas that other people haven't. I uh, actually have an original photograph of that, which is heart-wrenching to look at because it's it's a, a live being just like you or me. Um, one of the things that has come through quite strongly in the last six months is that we are going to have disclosure finally. Finally, Earth is going to know the truth about what's going on out there and the fact that the Secret Space Program has been running since the 1950s. So some of the UFOs that you see are not actually extraterrestrial. They are from here. Oh, using alien technology. Correct. They reverse engineered the alien technology from Roswell Crash. Um, it gave them the capacity to use um, anti-gravity engines or engines that don't rely on rocket fuel and that sort of thing. Um, they're magnetic fields. They're driven by magnetic fields. Imagine how much that could have helped us with pollution and imagine how our whole lives could have been changed by using this technology for good. Why do you think they've hidden it? Do you think that people, the general public, would be really scared to discover this? Uh, or do you think that's an excuse I think to it's it control. Quiet? Personally, I think it's, it's driven by control and money. Um, and fossil fuels make a lot of money. Let's face it. They're not going to be forever, though. Well, no. And this is why things are starting to change now. I believe things are changing at, as we speak, like literally. Um, NASA have started to release a lot of footage and they're releasing footage of um, actual UFOs. They're talking about the fact that, yes, UFOs are real. They've come out and said that. But even before NASA, being the spokesperson, I suppose, for anything spacey on this planet, um, came out and told us the truth, there were definitely politician whistleblowers that were coming out and telling us. In fact, Vladimir Putin, of yes. all people, he stood up and said, if you do not tell people the truth, I will. And that was a couple of years ago now. But of course, you know, mainstream media being what it is, they just sort of shove it all under the carpet and hope people forget about what was said. But um, now we have the internet, wonderful thing. Uh, and so people are filming things and putting them up. And there's been, oh, look, thousands and thousands of legitimate UFO sightings. And uh, I've got some amazing footage um, that I show my students and they're like, wow, you know, because it's this up close. You can see that what's going on. These things are jumping dimensions. You can actually see them come in and then they disappear. Um, they cloak. Um, sometimes they look like big clouds. The motherships come in. They look like massive clouds. There's lightning storms within the clouds and then blue sky all around it. It's like bizarre stuff. Incredible. I did see a cloud the other day and it looked like it had a hole in it. It was really odd. Yeah, the odd shape. that like, They look circular, but then they've got a glow within them. Um, I've got a couple of photographs here on my phone. I could even show you right now. But, you know, what I find really fascinating is people are starting to open up their mind to this and they're not as dismissive as what they used to be but look Hollywood did a number on aliens didn't they really <laughs> they really they really have created some uh, interesting looking alien mm -hmm. creatures I guess one thing that comes to mind is the fact I guess a lot of people think about alien abduction. Is that a thing? Does that happen? Unfortunately, yes, it is. And also sanctioned by a lot of governments worldwide um, as a bit of a deal that they did back in the 1950s. So I know, well, that's right? That's scary. Oh, well, it is what it is. And we're talking truth today. So let's talk about the truth of it all. Um, there are different types of aliens that visit our planet. Um, and one of the, the initial aliens that came here um, Earth is abundant in all things, especially gold, and they do love their gold, the aliens. So um, there was a big fight over this place in, in the initial stages, and uh, and there was interference. Um, 
you know, through our genetic codings and things like that. So that's all true. That all did happen. We're going to have to go into ancient aliens on another day because this this story is wild and massive and far too much for a 30-minute podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to freak people out too soon. Not too much. But they might want to look up Anunnaki. And Anarchy were the first race to come here. And they, they were not maybe the most pleasant. Okay. And then they, uh, they were sharing time with the reptilians. Now, reptilians, you probably heard about reptilians a lot over the years, you know, different stories and things of people being abducted by these reptile-looking aliens. And, yeah, they're very nasty. Are they the green men? Well, they are green, um, but they're reptilian. Look, they look like um, a cross between, I suppose, a lizard and a man. Um, yeah. They're pretty, pretty uh, revolting energy as well. But they're not the good guys and they are the ones that are responsible for a lot of the abductions and they are um, studying humans to see their weaknesses, etc. So, yeah, that's all kind of – sounds horrible, but it's horribly true. Um, and the little greys that you hear all about, you know, with the, the big black eyes – those guys actually are clones and they work for the reptilians. Oh, so they're not good either. Oh, so what Afraid do not. good aliens look like? Oh, we have lots of good ones and lots of wonderful ones that are working with us. Love this so, alien conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Syrians are ancients and they were um, beautiful, uh, tall, blue beings, about eight to uh, – women were between eight and ten feet tall. Men were about 12 feet tall. Wow. Um, they have uh, very kind and very intelligent dispositions and they've been helping us for a long time. And then we have the Palladians who were um, allies with the Syrians and they work against the, the nasty guys in the universe. So What do they look like? They are blonde-haired, blue-eyed, a humanoid. Ah, so some of these aliens could be living among us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And what's really interesting is that some of us have incarnated back as star seeds or have had alien lifetimes but incarnated into human bodies this time around. I'm pretty short. I'm not sure if my DNA is going to match some of the taller ones. <laughs> <laughs> there are shorter ones. Oh, course. there are shorter ones. <laughs> uh, we also have Arcadians that work with us, Arcturians, um, Avians and Atians, and all of them are different types of aliens. The Atians are actually look very much like grasshoppers. And I used to have these come to me when I was a little girl um, and I would wonder why giant grasshoppers would be in my room. And I'd always say to my mum, why is there giant grasshoppers in my room? And she thought I was dreaming about bugs or something. But uh, as time went on and I realised, I just a bit of researched on my own and I could see that they are um, ancient ones, they are benevolent and lovely beings. Incredible. Mm. I really actually like grasshoppers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've always liked them. They're gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> creatures. <laughs> Well, it doesn't mean to say that just because we evolved here on the planet from um, obviously mammals and, and well, monkeys, I believe, um, which I think has been slightly modified, um, but we evolved from, from that, the, the creature that was best adapted to this planet. So if you're on other planets, then it would not be too far out of the stretch of imagination to say that the intelligent life has evolved in a different way on that planet, depending on what the planet is, the atmosphere, etc. So, you know, this is where we look at, you know, perhaps there's insectoid type intelligent beings. And of course there are, um, you know, and we have beings of all different colors. Um, I really loved Guardians of the Galaxy uh, because they showed all the different colors. Now, if you look at things like the um, Hindu religion, where their gods are, Blue skinned, green skinned, pink skinned. Yes. And you align yeah. that with the Guardians of the Galaxy and you think, hang on a minute, the gods, maybe they were alien. Maybe they could do all these amazing feats and they were worshipped because they were alien beings. Something to think about. 
That's pretty cool. One animal that I think of that is just one of the most beautiful, intelligent, playful animals that lives in the ocean, a dolphin. Yeah. And often when dolphins are depicted, they're depicted next to the king, King Triton, which was, of course, from Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And when people talk about Atlantis, is that an alien race? Atlantis was actually an alien um, port. So Atlantis existed um, a very long time ago, over 25,000 years ago, and so did Lemuria. And there were a couple of land masses that, which changed with a gigantic shift in our pole on this planet. So, um, but yes, it was where aliens were landing and, and coming down to bring colonies here. And the colonies stayed, and that's what you see around you. The Red Indians, the Chinese, us. <laughs> All different types of um, humanoid beings, human-looking beings, but different coloured skins. You know, we are all part of, of this amazing galactic race. And I think this isn't too far of a stretch for people to get their heads around. I think people would understand that we cannot possibly be the only creatures no. you know, in the world. In fact, we are the humanoids from around the galaxies. It's just that we've been shut off from that and, and we weren't taught um, the history that actually happened. We were taught something else. How would someone know if they're having, maybe if they're seeing an alien or if there's an alien experience that they might be having? There's various different ways of knowing uh, that you are actually not imagining things, <laughs> that it is actually there. Look, um, a few times that I've had contact, I've seen with my own physical eyes um, these beings. They do, they can walk within um, different dimensional areas as well. So, for instance, the reptilians or the naughty ones, they actually uh, can walk on the fourth dimensional space, which is just outside our third dimensional space. Now, they can smell very ammonia-like so you can have um, visitations that seem like they're physically not there, like you can just see an image of them, like you would a ghost, for instance. Wow. Um, but you can smell the ammonia. It's a bit like, I don't know if you've been to the zoo and you've gone to the reptile house in the zoo. Ah. Uh, it's that sort of smell, the ammonia smell. smell, yeah. Um, have it too. So we used to, back in the 1980s, uh, we were getting a lot of these um, what people thought were hauntings and then we'd be called out and in actual fact it was visitation by these reptilian entities. So the smell was quite strong in their house and they couldn't get, they didn't know why it was there. Um, the reptilians will go after humans. It's starting to get a bit creepy, but yeah, they will and they'll also go after children as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll do a disclaimer at the start. Of yeah, this. I think this might need a disclaimer, this one. Mm. What about the What about the more positive aliens what about those guys yeah. the helpers yeah the helpers well they'll come to you as well and they will be very much about they they contact us through our um subconscious mind so they can you can dream about them or you may are you dreaming uh you may actually be with them on their ships a lot of people have um dreams about being on the alien motherships and being told certain things will happen and, and they come back and yes they do happen um they will always look kind and they'll always act kind towards you and you'll never feel afraid or um, you never feel like you're um, being forced into doing anything. Um, they are very good at sort of explaining things to you immediately because it's a drop-in. It's not words. It's not how – for us it takes a long time to communicate, but for them because they're telepathic, it's virtually like this is what we're going to do to you and it all falls into your head at the same time. Um, and that is usually for your own good. 
So how are aliens helping, I guess, us individually, but then helping the planet? So we're, we're helping the planet. Well, they stopped us from blowing ourselves up a few times. Right. Um, they have actually, and this is like facts. People can look this up if they want, but they have disarmed nuclear um, missiles before. Um, those, those times where you see those missiles falling over on the, you know, I don't know if you saw that um, North Korea was about to launch a missile and it fell over. Oh, wow. Stuff like that. They'll interfere with um, us trying to <laughs> blow ourselves up <laughs> because we're not meant to. It's, you know, Earth is meant to continue and we're meant to be able to sort all this mess out and everybody is meant to be living here in harmony. And I think that this is a massive um, galactic experiment to see if everyone can just get along. Right. So that's really what they individually, they'll be helping us to feel more at peace and happier yeah. with our lives. Yeah. If you're really interested in um, learning more about this, there's a couple of people that I could recommend you look up. And that would be um, Corey Good is um, a whistleblower insider. He's been in the secret space program for a long time. He was taken in as a child because he's a psychic medium. They do often contact psychic mediums. We're easier for them to communicate with because we can hear their thoughts, etc. Incredible. Um, and uh, he's been working in the program a long time now. There's a whole um, series, I think you would have to call it, on Gaia TV with Corey Good called Cosmic Disclosure. There's a lot of information there about all sorts of different things. Um, another really great person is David Wilcock. He's done a lot of work. He and Corey work together. They're both Americans. Corey's actually um, an Indigenous Indian, American Indian. Um, so those two people I have followed for a long time and look, and it's like anything in this world, if it doesn't fit with you or with what your belief system is at this time, if you're not ready for it, take what you do want and leave what you don't want. Yes. And I think these whistleblowers, like you said, are coming out more and, and it is becoming more spoken about in different various forms, whether it's on the news or even, uh, programs, like you said, with, through Gaia and, um, also, with Netflix. I watched a documentary on there recently about a gentleman that was in the army. I think it might have been one of the guys you were talking about, mm. um, about how he had been in the army and was brought in and saw all this stuff, was sworn to secrecy. And because as soon as he started speaking about it, they actually, it can get really scary. He was oh, yes. His life was threatened. That's right. And they threaten the life of your, your kids and your family. And it's, for them, it's very full on. Um, but then once they do come out and talk about it, they're safer because they're in the public eye. Um, I think the fellow you're talking about there is Emery Smith. And, um, yeah, he, he was um, a physician in the army and yes. he was autopsy using, well, they use, they use these people for autopsying what he thought was alien beings. But it, he's, like he said, it could even be clones or things like that because that's also happening as well. Yes, he said he was only given certain parts and only yeah. they would have used certain pieces of, of this, whatever it was. Yeah. Incredible. Mm. This is like such uh, mind-blowing stuff and it does make me think about the X-Files and all these yeah. creatures that I watch. They're men in black. I mean, this has been around for a long time in the movies as well, hasn't Look, it? absolutely. And let's think about it logically. If you want to prepare the whole human race for something that's really out there and different to what they know around them, then of course you're going to do that through the medium of television or movies um, because it's going to desensitise them. Right. So when it finally does happen, you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See a green slug thing walking down the street with a handbag, you go, hey. Or you'd go, that bag doesn't go with your outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it clashes. It clashes. <laughs> what about if people have maybe thought they've seen a UFO? So we were speaking, you were talking about clouds before. Yeah. 
So UFOs, um, very different ways of seeing them. You've got lights usually because they emit a certain frequency or a light. Um, you can see them in the night sky, different to stars. They will be moving differently. Um, years ago when I was in the ambulance service, we, we our um, station was right near the airport and um, I was with my very sceptical partner <laughs> who I'd been working with him for 10 weeks and um, we – we got along fine, but we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, you know. Anyway, we were driving home three in the morning from a job and I saw this orange light and it was just falling to the earth. And I thought, first of all, is it a meteor? It was falling at a rate of knots. And he saw it too. We stopped the ambulance. We got out, standing in the middle of the street. And we were looking up and then all of a sudden it stopped. It moved left and right, up and down, and then shot straight up. Wow. And he's like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm not telling anyone that I saw that. Oh, he did. He told everybody. He oh, he did. Because everyone saw it. So there was a bit, there was like a lot, it was on the news. There was a lot of sightings around that area of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was an, a definite UFO sighting where everyone saw it. Everyone saw it do the same thing. You couldn't say, you know, a lot of the guys back at the station said, oh, you're in the back sucking on the drugs. I said, no, we weren't. We actually <laughs> saw this. So and then it came out in the paper and, yeah, it was a legitimate sighting. And there's a lot more of those going on. So lights in the sky, but they, they will move, not like a satellite moves directly across the sky in a straight line. Um, that's a different sort of look. This will be erratic and it will be moving all over the place. Um, different colours and sometimes even um, you'll see, you know, I've seen them during the day. I was out in the country driving with my niece and uh, I looked up into a perfectly blue sky and there was a silver craft just sitting there, not moving, just sitting watching us and there was no one else on the road. Well, this is out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and she's like, I can see that. And I said, yeah. And she goes, I can actually see that. You're seeing, you're seeing it because you see them all the time, but I can see that. And I said, yeah, because it's actually in our dimension. So they will fly in and out of dimensions as well. So I see them quite a bit because I can see the other dimensional fields, but she could see it. Incredible. Mm. So if somebody is ha having this experience where they're seeing it, is there anything you need to do or is it just an experience no. like anything else? You can just watch it, have a look, talk to them in your mind, you know, hi, how are you? Love to see you. Move left if you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have a bit of fun. Yeah, absolutely. There's a wonderful guy called Dr. Stephen Greer. He's really awakening the world to what this is all about. He also talks about the secret space programs and what the governments have been doing, etc. But he's um, got a great movie out at the moment called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Um, that's on Amazon Prime. Or if you just look it up, I reckon it's on YouTube as well. Have a look at that one. Absolutely brilliant. He's got footage of alien contact. His groups have been doing this for a long time. It's called ESETI um, and he's one of the the leading, uh, I suppose, experts. He's actually a um, a doctor. He's an emergency room doctor. Um, but he's through his own, yeah, his own <laughs> spirit, uh, sorry, own alien contact. Um, he's been able to move into this area of expertise. Very fascinating stuff. This is amazing. Not that I've seen an alien yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that encounter if and when it happens. Uh, if it happens in my lifetime, it would be amazing. If I'm sure it will. <laughs> they'll all come down. I, I actually believe we'll be very much like Star Trek at some stage where there'll just be all sorts of different shapes and sizes and we'll be perfectly fine with that. And if you look at the early version of Star Trek, the flip phones, 
you know, the yes. the flip phones that they had, the, you know, the, that where they used to talk to each other. I mean, back then that was like science fiction. But, hey. A lot of the stuff it's that's happened. been in movies ends up happening in real life. Yeah. It is pretty amazing. Well, that all came – all of our um, digital technology came from the Roswell crash. Incredible. There's mm. another spooky bit for mm. everyone to hear at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing all of those stories. Such a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast. Please follow, share and tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find out more and ask questions at jalinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.